Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit burningdogradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. We're at the end of chapter 15 of the book of Acts. Chapter 15 at the book of Acts, and we're picking it up in verse 37. Now, over the last few days, uh, we have been together. We've been discussing how the Apostle Paul and the Apostle Barnabas had went on a missions trip, the first missions trip, out to spread the gospel and to begin planning churches. And there was great move of God's hand. Of course, there was persecution. There was the counterwork of Satan, which is always the case when you're on mission. Hey, it's always the case whenever you're doing the work of God. But now the guys, having resolved these issues and resolved them for the glory of the kingdom, was getting ready now to go back out into the mission field again. They wanted to go out and they wanted to revisit the churches that they had established the last time they were out. And why not? They had bonded with these people and they were anxious to see how they were doing and what God was doing in their midst. So Paul and Barnabas gets together. Hey guys, let's let's go back out there. Let's go see what God's doing. And verse 37, where we pick it up, says Barnabas, he planned to take John, who was called Mark, with him also. But Paul, he didn't think that that was a good idea to take Uh, with them someone who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia and didn't go with them to do the work. Then the contention grew so sharp that they separated from each other. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and went out being commended by the brothers to the grace of God. And he went to Syria and Cilicia strengthening the assemblies. Now, what happened here exactly, we don't really know for sure. But we do know that Mark had bailed on Paul and Barnabas on the first missions trip. And apparently, Paul had not quickly forgotten this. Barnabas, he was wanting to bring Mark once again on this trip, but Paul, well, he wasn't uh, willing to hear it. So in this dissension, the two parted ways. Paul and Silas going in one direction, Barnabas and Mark going the other. Now, there has been much debate in our modern culture amongst commentators and pastors and writers about the righteousness or unrighteousness of what was going on here uh, in this account. Some guys want to kind of write off the debate as being uh, minor, perhaps even at the hand of God, that somehow through this debate, God was glorified by sending out two teams into the mission field instead of the one that was planned. But I don't see God working uh, in such ways. Somebody was right and somebody was wrong. Now that's maybe just my opinion, but uh, that's my take on it. And the account here certainly uh, should be something that we uh, carefully look at because it does affect the way we see not only scripture, but see issues and struggles and debates within the modern church in which we live today and and where grace meets discipline and where uh, maturity uh, meets uh, opportunity. 
please note that in the text, Barnabas did take John and and they went off to Cilicia, but it says Paul chose Silas and was commended by the brothers to the grace of God. So the church was behind Paul and Silas, not behind Barnabas and Mark. And the account of the story in the book of Acts now will follow Paul, not Barnabas. So I am left to believe that whatever Barnabas' passion and righteous intentions were, that it was Paul who should have been listened to in this situation. It doesn't mean John Mark didn't deserve a second chance, but I think that's making the story too simplistic and the situation too simplistic. Probably, quite likely, it was just simply too early to be put John Mark back onto a missions trip. Now, I do agree that to pass judgment in any way on this debate, ultimately, is going to be difficult to be wholly righteous because we have limited information. But once again, what we are able to glean from this passage is incomplete. But I, I do think it must be looked at from both sides. Certainly, Paul had ample grounds for not taking Mark. I mean, let's face it, the mission field, and man, I've been out there, so I'm speaking firsthand. The mission field is not a good place for cutting your teeth in ministry, especially in a field where most anything could happen, not the least of which are stonings, uh, murder attempts, threats of bodily harm, etc., etc. That's not a place where you can afford to not know clearly that you can depend on those who are beside you to have your back. However, Barnabas, we know he was a man of grace and forgiveness. Let's face it, his love was worn upon his shirt sleeve, if you will. And such a characteristic is to be sought after by any servant of God. So it's hard to diss uh, Barnabas for being loving and forgiving. But can our love and practice for one individual go beyond the safety and the care of the greater flock to whom we minister? One would be hard-pressed, certainly, to believe any other answer than the affirmative. So right or wrong, God thankfully covered both men. And you know what? He does that a lot. And the ministry moved forward despite the fact that we are often screw-ups. Paul would one day at the end of his ministry call John Mark to him, saying Mark was, quote, useful to me for service, end quote. That's in 2 Timothy 4.11. So forgiveness, clearly, was bestowed by Paul towards John Mark at some point. We know that Paul wasn't being hard-nosed here. He was loving. It seemed to me to be more of an issue of timing than anything else. So next time we're gathered, we'll pick up the account of the Apostle Paul, chapter 16, the book of Acts. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.